well, I had all these Lincoln logs, and what else am I supposed to do with it? I'm going to leave. I'm going to quit this damn podcast. <laughs> we got it all wrong, all wrong, all wrong. Selfish thinking so strong, so strong, so strong. The one to do be alone, 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 alone. Yeah, baby. Come into my own, yeah. And here we are. The very night, our day of listening and recording of Statehood, the podcast where we go around the 50 states, we find the fun things, the weird things, the bizarre things, the cute things? Probably not. I'm your host tonight on this episode of Statehood, Derek, followed by the man, the myth, sometimes a legend, Will? That one hurt. (laughs) And they call him Dr. Ferrucino. Anthony. <laughs> Sorry, Dr. What? Ferrucino. Ferrucino? Like a cherry. Are you, you saying mean... F? Like Ferrucino. I don't know what that is. That's not a word. And tonight we're going to go with <laughs> the state of Illinois, known as the 21st state. Mr. Lincoln would be proud of us. Not only because we're talking about a state, but because we love our country and we shame it on this podcast, like all good Americans should. That's right. We're here to shame Abraham Lincoln and his birthday. <laughs> and U- ULC's S. Grant and Ronald Reagan. That's all right. the presidents who came out of Illinois. You're missing, like, one of the most recent ones. Which one's that? Barack Obama. I'm talking that old age presidency, <laughs> not that new age. Not, not Literally one of right our most of... recent <laughs> presidents. Now, hold on. Is he officially from the state of Illinois, or was he campaigning and doing believe he's from the state of illinois i think chicago even if if you're going birthplaces derek even abraham lincoln is from kentucky well i am flawed i'm a human (laughs) now before we go into my history check we're gonna do a quick old jaunty tune all the way down to florida and do our favorite segment the florida lightning round are you boys ready How many more times can we kick Derek in the throat with words in this podcast? You know, let's just try not to. I mean, by the (laughs) end, we will probably be there because I'm already halfway through a bottle of red wine. So by that point, who knows what words I'll be saying and or history facts I'll be not saying. Misrepresenting? Correct. Florida man accused of trying to steal horses rides them home, deputies say. I mean, that's an efficient way to go about things, certainly. Now, hold on. Is it an efficient way? Rides them home, as in multiple horses. You know, you have a point. Now, did he ride one horse home, come back and get the next horse, ride that one home? Or was it my favorite method? Ride 50 feet ahead with one horse, come back at the next horse, <laughs> ride 50 feet ahead. <laughs> ah, long con, they would say. I kn- I wanted to think Daisy Chain, but I knew whatever Anthony was going to say was not going to be that. No, if you chain, no, it was no. If you have like ropes and you're just leading the horses, that's not riding the horses. That's riding one horse, leading the rest. What if this man is really stretchy and he's just on the top? middle mount on one of them and his arms and legs are on four separate horses and now he's riding five ah, of them home. we've got reed richards here we do we do 
Mr. Fantastic himself. Stealing horses, because after those movies, I would this be stealing is, horses. This is too. what his life has become. <laughs> Fake teen doctor known as Dr. Love arrested again on fraud charges in Florida. Again. What does Dr. Love prescribe? What does the 18-year-old doctor prescribe? It does say it came complete with an office, a lab coat, and a stethoscope, if that helps you at all. Does not. Does not at all. This could all still be a costume for some adult film starring Dr. Love. I did think that at first. I'm like, I don't think this is going to be the same kind of headline if his, his porn name is Dr. Love the Doctor. Can we talk about how much... That is a fantastic porn name, if you had to pick Dr. One, Love the Doctor? Exactly. Or just Dr. Love? Well, whichever. Take your pick. I would have crashed, fleeing suspect claims he was driving too fast to pull over. Oh? I do hate it when that happens. I do hate when I can't reach my brake pedal. I hate when I'm going so fast the G-forces prevent me from stopping. Oh no, I'm going too fast. I can't stop now. If I slow down to 66 miles per hour, I will fly into the future. I can't slow down. (laughs) I really want this to just be like... He could have gotten out of it if he just would have said that it was like speed where it was he can't slow down below 55. <laughs> Otherwise, the bomb will go off. That would have been much better. Tampa man hospitalized after setting himself on fire while allegedly trying to burn down home. Oh, well, that's what he gets. It seemed like there's a lot of chain of reactions there that did not go well. No. Because if you go for house and somehow you individually light yourself on fire, you have done the fire thing wrong. Correct. So the gas goes here, right? Down my shirt, on my tum-tum. <laughs> I rub myself in the gasoline, correct? It's a lotion. And then I run through the house on fire, setting it ablaze, and then I will just go out? I think so. You you light yourself with the fire, and that is your fuel source for lighting the house. Hopefully you'll be able to light the entire house before you go out. Florida man, known as Monkey Whisperer, Indicted, mm-hmm. accused of trafficking protected primates. Um, mm. Hello, it is me, the monkey whisperer. I was, I'm here. I was wondering where that was going, and I wasn't expecting trafficking of illegal primates. Yeah, it does take a twist there, but I think if anyone's going to traffic primates, it should be the guy who knows how to communicate with them. It's true. He was, is he was selected by his very special set of skills. To pull off this job. Yeah, so at that point, is it really trafficking then? Or are the monkeys telling him that they want to go to these places? Mm-hmm. It's a Pied Piper kind of situation. Florida man shot in the stomach after attempting to scare friend. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Scared? <Boom>. Bam! <laughs> gotcha. Haha, <laughs> 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 scared you. It's like when you're playing Call of Duty and you run around a corner and you just startle your friend and so they panic and they just fire. They happen to be holding a shotgun. Yeah, that we've had a lot of those days in Destiny where we're screaming out loud because someone scared you around the corner. <laughs> we've also had a lot of those scenarios where we've taken several shots and then said, oh, hey, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were the enemy. <laughs> what? That explains why you aren't dying. <laughs> And our final Florida man, Naples man calls 911 about McDonald's order and says he has cocaine in his butt. Oh, well, he calls them about the McDonald's <laughs> order. Yep. And they <laughs> and casually somehow... mentions, oh, I got cocaine <laughs> in my butt. That might be why I called you. I think I have cocaine in my ass. 
There's a song about that. <laughs> <laughs> For sure a song about that. Molly Cyrus. There's too much ice in my cup. There's no cheese in my burger. This cocaine in my ass is getting very irritated. There we go. That's the reasoning. He was listing off the problems. And he's like, and this cocaine in my ass. It's making it so hard to sit at a McDonald's. So, yes. Well, thank you all for coming to Florida. We're now going to leave and go back to Illinois. Or Illinois, if you don't know how to pronounce it. And we're going to go to the lovely, lovely first article for tonight called... Well, it's not called this. I'm just going to read the headline. George, charged with drunk driving, crashing into cop car while wearing just underwear and socks. Oh, that's a lot. Let's just say that's a fun Tuesday night. It is Tuesday night. It is Tuesday. He did it just tonight. Oh. Wow. Breaking news. But listen, this is live. I'm actually hooked into the Chicago uh, newswire, and they're telling me what's going on. We've got Chopper Patrol chasing the scene. <laughs> you just hear me screaming, I don't know how to fly! <laughs> when do we get enough money in the budget for a helicopter? <laughs> With these ads that you're about to hear right now. Wow, Chicago, a lot farther away than you think. Thank God we had that uh, break in. Now, back to George's situation. A Chicago man was charged with drunk driving, among a number of other charges, after he crashed into a police squad car, all while wearing little clothing. Little clothing? He is wearing underwear and socks. That would be technically little clothing. I don't think he's wearing little clothing. I think he's wearing dwarf clothes. (laughs) I think he's wearing... He's wearing a child's trousers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I assumed at first. I did not think little was a quantity. He's just got like a crop top shirt. It's like a, it's got like a, the McDonald's logo on it. It's just like a little kid's shirt. When I grow up, I want to be Ronald. It's supposed to be a child's overalls, but it, it only goes up the one leg. <laughs> just really around his swollen ankle. <laughs> George, 24, of the 4,000 block of West Potomac Avenue, was stopped by police just after 11 a.m. Sunday in the 2,900 block of North Kilbourne Avenue after a concerned citizen alerted police to a likely drunk driver. Likely. Turned to be 100% drunk. Absolutely inebriated. Absolutely inebriated. I think a joyride in your underwear and socks sounds fun, but I feel like drinking makes it that much more fun. Obviously. After police tracked down George, he drove the wrong way down a one-way street and crashed into a squad car. After the collision, George opened up the door and just fell out of the car, while clad only in underwear and socks, rolling around screaming, I think I hit something. (laughs) Did you, George? Do you think you hit something? Hey, Georgie, that car, it's not supposed to be inside the other car, Georgie. George, that's not supposed to be where that parks. George, you have brakes. You can't just run into things and hope they stop you. George was charged with a misdemeanor DUI, driving without a license and no insurance, damage to public property, and other charges. Both George and the officer who was in the squad car involved only suffered minor injuries. That's good. That's At good. least nobody yeah. was hurt in the making of Pretty this Pretty good mess. for that 80-mile-an-hour collision. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I can't be stopped. <laughs> 
<laughs> that is quite the velocity to just all of a sudden come to a stop from. What was the actual velocity? Because I just made up 80. Uh, it, he was down a side, like, Alley Street. I'm assuming no more than, like, oh, 50. Okay. I mean, even that's pretty fast. 87 probably... miles per hour. He actually was going 87.9 miles an hour. He was so close to going back in time, but that <laughs> cop stopped him just in time. <laughs> yeah, our, our traffic copter has a hell of a speedometer. <laughs> yeah. also we have a math whiz who's just counting light poles and he just knows how fast he's going based on the velocity of light poles Amazing. He, knows, he knows exactly how far apart they are and he can tell by distance traveled between he's very smart we're also bankrupt now and we're also totally bankrupt guys this is, might be the last one i have no idea you know, spent a lot I had of money s- just on gas i just sold my couch last night to a guy just to make ends meet to pull turn the electricity on just to record this episode Illinois man who found $150,000 in garden dies days before getting cursed dollars? Cursed? <gasps> cursed. They guess. The curse of the $150,000. Here is the updated story following this. Was it counterfeit? Oh. Oh. A 51-year-old <laughs> Illinois man who received international media attention after he found a bag containing $150,000 in cash in his garden two years ago, died last week, just 10 days before he was set to collect a portion of the money his neighbor claimed was cursed. Interesting. Coincidence? I don't think so. Now, was the, the, the collectee the one who murdered the collector? It is interesting that one of the neighbors one of the neighbors said it was curse money and the guy collecting it did die. So it does leave to believe that the neighbor calling out the curse may or may not be the murderer. <laughs> That's the perfect way to get away with murder if it's cursed. <laughs> Judge, it was cursed money. Alright, my knife, yeah, it was mi- cursed. Makes a fair point. <laughs> ah. Now I might be a simple lawyer, but it was cursed. Wayne of McHenry County died on July 1st after he experienced a diabetic problem, his lawyer told the Associated Press. Oh. No foul play is suspected at this moment in his death. A diabetic problem, as in so- all of the blood loss. <laughs> <laughs> Someone stole all of his insulin from his house. They said it was the curse. So the judge is also in on it. The judge wants a split of the money. That, that $100. $150,000. If he's getting $100, oh. <laughs> he doesn't know how to negotiate this very well. <laughs> got a crisp 100 in it for you. Crisp. Wait, I got one crisp $100 bill for you. I got a stack of a Kroger coupons here. Oh, if you oh, help oh, us oh. out. Valued at $250 if you're a Kroger member. Buy one, <laughs> get one boneless wings at Buffalo Wild Wings oh, gift oh. card for you. Only oh. valid on Thursday when it's available to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> In August 2011, Wayne, a carpenter who had been employed for two years at that point, found the $150,000 stash inside a nylon bag in his backyard garden while he was picking broccoli. What a fun gardener that is. Who grows broccoli just on their own accord? Who grows broccoli in Illinois? Just of their own volition. That's not something you find in your everyday house garden. Got tomatoes, some peppers. Do you grow broccoli? grow broccoli? I also don't have a garden. That's exactly. <laughs> My parents grow broccoli. Do they? Do they really? They cauliflower, we're, yeah. We're learning so much. 
I'm learning so much about the ways of the country. <laughs> he alerted police about what he had found and turned the bag over with the understanding that if the money was not claimed by anyone else by the end of 2012, it would be his. Did he find it in 2012? He found it in August of 2011. So if it was unclaimed for about a year. A year and a half. About a year and a half. He would then get the money. A year and a quarter, but still more than a yeah. year. It's pretty generous. That's a good time frame, right? To be cursed. Though no one else immediately claimed it was theirs, eventually both an 87-year-old neighbor, Dolores, and a Naperville liquor store also stepped up and attempted to stake their claim. Interesting. A old lady named Dolores and a liquor store are both claiming they somehow lost $150,000 in a nylon bag. Now that's where I put my laundry money. Now, how did this man, like, what was his process for confirming the identity of whoever lost this money? Yeah, how do you even? Do you have to describe the bag and, like, something you found in it? Or is it, like, you have to have some kind of connection to the property? I, I don't understand how you can just be, like, I, I'm the man who lost $150,000. I lost go, the money! No, you didn't. Oh, oh you oh, got me. Oh, you got me. I said I did. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, I don't know how you claim that. They take the police dog, and the dog's also a lie detector. <laughs> they asked the police dog, is this person telling the truth? <laughs> Amazing. He's going to put his snoot up your ass, and they say, if you lie, your ass smells weird, and the dog won't be able to tell. Dolores, who suffered from dementia, died oh. in January after, according to the court records, claimed she had gotten too close to the money it was cursed, and it got her. The curse? The Chicago Tribune previously reported. So the original owner is claiming the money got back to her, or too close to her, and she died. Did the liquor it store burn cursed. down? <laughs> well, hold on. Oh. Uh. In, oh. in court Thursday, a judge gave the bulk of the money to Johnson's daughter, or Dolores' daughter, according to the Northwest Herald. Wayne's father, Kevin, who went into cardiac arrest after finding about his son's death last week and was hospitalized for a time, will receive a smaller finder's fee. Interesting. Another man around the money having a fateful incident. So, Wayne found the money. Yes. Told people, hey, I have money. Who lost this? If nobody comes to get it in a year and a third, I'm keeping it. Dolores steps forward, says, I lost the money. And he says, no, you didn't. She said, oh. But then she somehow gets the money. She gets close enough to it. She must have been to his house or something. She, she, got, she got a big enough sniff of the money that she died. She died. Wayne dies. And no, now Wayne, Wayne dies. And now Wayne's son yes. has a heart attack oh. involving the money. And he's going to get a fi- He's going to collect some of the finder fees because his father passed away. Are there poisonous mushrooms growing now, upon the money so, at this wait, point? Wait, what happened to the money then? It's split between Dolores' daughter and Wayne's But I thought we said that Dolores didn't... There's the scenario that we're saying here where Dolores says, Ah, no, you got me. It's not my money. Is that not actually what happened? We were just saying... No, we're just saying Dolores, the liquor store, and Wayne... Well, Dolores and the liquor store both said it was their money. Apparently Dolores Dolores has some weight behind that. Correct. Dolores had a little more... Of, I guess sway with the person the police holding the money that they said you might be it but then she dies so they're like well we can't now prove one because she had dementia and two she's dead now so we'll give a little bit to you 
and then we're going to give it to Wayne. But then Wayne dies. And they're like, well, I guess we'll give it to Wayne's son. But then Wayne's son has a heart attack. So they lower it down to a finder's fee. (laughs) Yes. According to the obituary for Wayne, Wayne was a lifelong resident of Jonesburg who loved rappelling, camping, a good party, cooking, four-wheeling, jazz music, jazz hands, bonfires, bowling, skiing, storytelling, listening to stories, and catching people off guard with a good joke. I was going to make a rappelling joke, but that list just went on and on and on and on. And the last one is curses. (laughs) And black magic. (laughs) He also participates in the occult. He reportedly took great pride in his vegetable garden where he found the fortune and ultimately returned when he died. All right. Does that mean his family put him in the vegetable garden? (laughs) That's likely. Sounds like it. Good fertilizer. This broccoli tastes exactly like your father. (laughs) (laughs) If your father could have been eaten, this is what he would have tasted like. I am sure. So... The the liquor store, they just didn't get anything. They didn't, just didn't even the nope, police didn't even didn't hear their follow claim. They were, <laughs> huh? Nope. They weren't close enough to it to get touched by the curse. By the curse, they were like, "This guy didn't have an accident around this money. He must not be related to the money. He has no involvement whatsoever." Now, boys. Yes, sir. We we do this kind of segment on the show, and it's called "What You Gonna Do?" You know, in the state. Well, how about this week, I propose a name change, just for Illinois, because I've come across an article about Illinois, and the way they describe the attractions makes me want to change the segment this week. Are you are you boys on board? A name change implies any form of prior consistency to the name. I what mean, you gonna it do? feels like what you're going to do has always been a thing. What you're going to do has always been the title. Derek, are you trying to tell me that there aren't things to do in Illinois and that's why you want the name change? No, there's things to do, but they fall under a new category. They've inspired him. <laughs> they've inspired me. That They've inspired me to hmm. name change for one Spiders. week. <laughs> I was going to say, did he say inspired? <laughs> inspired me. Inspired me. In- me. <laughs> So, the name of this week's segment about attraction is called, What You Gonna Do, Silly America, Illinois Edition. Oh, no. You guys want to get silly in Illinois? I don't. So silly. In fact, there's the silliest 15 attractions in Illinois. This is more it than your previous Georgie jokes. (laughs) Well, we're still going to do this segment regardless of what you both say. But you know what's the first silly attraction in Illinois? Chicago. It could be considered that. It's pretty silly. How how about instead of Chicago, Chicago. we do the world's silliest ketchup bottle? I hate it. What makes it silly? The catsup bottle. Not ketchup. The catsup bottle. All right, fine. I'm Googling it. What the hell? What is the... Difference between ketchup and catsup. Is it catsup or ketchup? There is no difference between ketchup and catsup. They're two different terms for the same thing. I hate it. That was the worst answer I could have gotten. Dealy, Illinois. <laughs> so if you guys want to go see the largest catsup or ketchup bottle, it stands 170 feet tall, and it's been in Collinsville, Illinois since 1949. It's actually their water tower. 
That's also that was gonna be my next question: is Is it filled with catsup? Is it actually it's, a ketchup? No, bottle. it's filled with red water, as some would say, is blood. I would. <laughs> Everyone in the town, their faucets, they just turn it on. It's just blood red water that comes out. Every every time you have a guest from out of town, you just have to explain. No, no, that's normal. Don't worry. <laughs> You also know what else is silly about Illinois? What's How about there? the Gemini giant? What on earth is the Gemini giant? And why it? does it? Yeah, it looks like it's going to give me nightmares. <laughs> the Gemini giant is a 20-foot-tall muffler man who stood, who stands on Route 66. He's a whopping 438 pounds, not counting the base of this giant 80-foot rocket he holds in his hands Goodness. while he oversees Route 66. No, thank you. Pretty good size rocket. It's a pretty Hey-o. big size rocket in his hand. <laughs> the hail was now, absolutely necessary, audience. Hey-o. Don't you even question it. Don't question it. Now, boys, have you always had a silly fantasy about pooping with your best friend, but one of your friends is above you while you poop? I will leave this podcast. No. You've never had that fun, silly imagination. Are you talking about what? a double-decker toilet? <laughs> How about the world, well, the Illinois famous, the two-story outhouse. Why? Where your friend shits above you, and it slides down behind your head, practically, and into the ground. That's, ladies and gentlemen, he has sent us a picture, and that is all the structure is. It is a two-story outhouse. Whatever you're picturing in your brain right now, that's it. Yeah, it's it's like two little outhouses stacked up each other, and the holes pretty much line up. So yeah, you're gonna hear the guy below is gonna true. feel the splash of the guy above. <laughs> it has a number on it too, like a house no, address, address number. <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> what was wrong with everyone? Could you imagine being the person that has to live next to that? <laughs> God damn, it smells like absolute shit outside my house. On the upside, you probably got your house for pretty cheap. It's true can't possibly help the property value you guys want to know what a silly statue in Illinois is the silly statue of the world's tallest man i don't know robert wadlow was the world's tallest man at his greatest height he staggered eight feet 11.1 inches tall wow that is a tall ass human being he could dunk without even jumping he's he's essentially nine feet tall that's impressive do you, have a, do you have a picture of the statue of this man? Yeah, I need a picture. Yeah, he doesn't look he doesn't look proportional to any human I've ever seen. Then again, he is almost nine feet tall. That is a legs. scale replica of the man. That is horrifying. It'd be really ironic if they didn't make it one-to-one scale. Like, the statue of the world's tallest man is actually only six feet tall. He's actually, yeah, he's only four foot two. How about another silly thing? If you go to Metropolis, Illinois, you can see... The Superman. silly Superman statue. I knew it. Known as the home of Superman, Metropolis, Illinois is located on the Ohio River just 10 miles from the neighboring Kentucky and devotes itself to the superhero with a super museum and a giant Superman statue. Now, when you say silly, is it just a normal Superman statue and you're trying to make it silly for your bit? Or. No. <laughs> is he colored it is in weird ways? Silliest. Superman. Yeah, it's just a picture of Superman. This is just a picture of Superman. <laughs> Pretty much just a, just a Superman statue. <laughs> Derek has lied to you. I did, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually a pretty good statue. And we're going to talk about 
the last silliest attraction. The world's largest wagon and big Abraham Lincoln. What? It's pretty silly. You know, it's like a wagon with a big man in it. He's holding a book. <laughs> it's a pretty big, scary Lincoln man. Why is he reading? <laughs> reading the good Lord's book there, Will. Like, I don't see... There's nothing wrong with visualizing Abraham Lincoln reading, but why is that what you decided to make your statue portraying? Well, I had all these Lincoln logs, and what else am I supposed to do with it? I'm gonna leave. I'm leaving this damn podcast. <laughs> you guys don't remember Lincoln logs? Uh, he used to read those Lincoln logs for days. <laughs> On this roadside attraction, a 350-pound, 12-foot-tall statue of Abraham Lincoln reads a law book while sitting upon a large covered wagon in the only town in the United States named for and by Abraham Lincoln before he became president. Wait, he Lincoln, named it Illinois. Lincoln after himself before he was president. Not a covered wagon. It's not covered. It's just the frame. <laughs> it is just the frame. There's no canvas. Uh, the the rail splitter covered wagon that he sits on is the world's largest covered wagon. Uncovered wagon. The for the uncovered wagon, <laughs> the 40-foot-long, 12-foot-wide, 24-foot-tall wagon weighs five tons. The wagon is officially recognized as being the world's largest covered, uncovered wagon <laughs> by the Guinness World of Records books, making this stop among the must, most seen places to see in Illinois. You're telling me the most seen place in Illinois is this uncovered wagon? <laughs> it genuinely looks like something you would just see driving through some small town in rural, enter the name of your state here, and just be like, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It's that attraction you're like, yeah, we've always had that. We don't know why. This town just has this, and that's all the explanation I need. This next article is, Man sold deer, raccoons, and other Indiana wildlife to Chicago restaurants. Oh, is that not okay? It's not, no. Okay. I don't think you can, especially if you don't tell the people what you're selling them in a sense. I mean, as we'll find out. if we're staging meat fraud, then that makes sense, but... This 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 article is the definition of staging meat fraud. Okay. It's what I would call ground beef. <laughs> <laughs> what, ground is, what is meat? beef? <laughs> what? Why do we gotta label all this meat? It's meat. It's ground See, it's I, edible. originally, before we get into this, I was assuming that you meant that this restaurant was getting their supply from just some dude in Indiana who was hunting. Small game. He looks literally like what Huckleberry Finn comes in with like the raccoon hat, <laughs> and it's got like the bear jacket. Forgot you there. Basically, <laughs> basically, just some cabin dweller in the woods. But if it's that's how they want to stock their proteins, then that's up to them. I didn't realize this man was selling him counterfeit beef. You know, that's that's yeah. the theme of the restaurant. You come in, you sit down, you don't know what you're going to have, and it's whatever he brings in through the door. It's actually an old mystery spot that they couldn't keep open, so instead of going out of business, they put a restaurant in the mystery spot. So your table's on an angle, everything's on an angle, and you're sitting there, and the meat comes out. You're like, oh, I don't know what this is. The restaurant is just called Mystery Meat. Mystery Meat. Try my Emporium. mystery meat. <laughs> I'll bring you my mystery log. You can taste it. And we've gone over the line. Now, that would be cool. So, real quick. <laughs> mystery meat. You have to guess what it is. And oh. if you guess correctly, your meal's free. I feel like they could lose a lot of money off some people. <laughs> I'd save meals half off. 
Yeah, I say half off or ten percent discount if you get it right. Well, now hold on. Here we- You're telling me that you can tell the difference between like a raccoon and like uh, well, a possum. Here's the question. At this present moment, no. But if I heard a restaurant does this, I would do my <laughs> research and be able to go in, and I would be able to tell you what kind of meat it is on site. I don't think Sir, you I think would. This, I think this wasn't a possum. Why do you say that? Well, the tail's still in my dish. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be pretty hard though. I feel like you have to have a very like hunt, like grew up as a hunter, and that flavor is like built into your like memory. Mm-hmm. An average person, I think you'd be like, that's kind of like a weird tasting meat. I don't think yeah. you'd be able to guess an animal. A Chicago man was arrested Monday after police made the unsavory discovery he was illegally selling Indiana wildlife to food markets in the Windy City. Now think of that. That is a massive city to where he's selling meat to a vendor, and that is going everywhere in chicago in a sense good 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 good. alex 47 is being held in the stark county jail in knox indiana roughly 90 miles east of chicago and is charged with two counts of buying and selling wildlife both offenses are class d felonies police of the dnr said alex illegally bought the wildlife from hunters and fishermen and then in turn sold the products to marketplaces in chicago particularly to eateries in Chinatown and other possibilities oh, no. in the city. Oh, no. They always say in Chinatown, what's meat is meat. I don't think that's what they say <laughs> in Chinatown, <laughs> I have the Mr. Incredible meme to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, amazing. So here's the list of the animals that are possibilities in these in these restaurants. We're talking about some fish. Turtles, raccoons, white-tailed deer, skunk, opossum, and the famous raccoon. So none of it's really terrible stuff. Well, you're right. I mean, all of it's edible. I don't know how good a skunk tastes meat-wise. Yeah, you know, can't say I've ever had one. It's just stringy. The Northwest Indiana Times reports Alex saw fishes with the DNR. The raccoons and the turtles were mostly used for soup, while the deer was mixed in with other meats to add fluff. Oh, why would you fluff with venison? Venison's the best thing you got in there. <laughs> I know. Officials are still determining where the meat ended up and if Alex is part of a larger ring of illegal wildlife transactions. More arrests and investigation are expected as they unfoil this plot. This goes all where the way it ended down. Up. I could tell you where it, <clears throat> where it ended up. Inside someone. <laughs> <laughs> No, what restaurants, Anthony? We know someone ate it. It ended up being eaten by someone. By lots of people. There's some guy in the street corner shitting his brains out. Like, oh my god, I got the duck and I think it's a raccoon. Oh no. This is the weirdest bird I've ever seen. It's got four legs and it's got a torso. Yeah, I don't tell you. The birds here, and I mean, the birds are crazy. It's weird. Um, Alex's arrest comes after a two-year-long undercover investigation by the Indiana Department of Natural Resources. Allegations that Alex was buying white-tailed deer from local Indiana restaurants dates back to 2011. They let this go oh. on for two years. For two years. <laughs> oh. That is two years of people unsuspectedly eating random animals they did not order off the menu. Interesting. I think I get you have to compile it, but like, dude, people were eating this stuff for two years. It's a long time. It's good. good. It's a long time to be munching on mystery meat. And now this leads back to my thing that really none of it was too bad, obviously. If they said, hey, we need to bust this guy, 
people can eat this for two, two years. Look, you imagine there's like the DNR guy who goes to like undercover at that one restaurant that they know it's coming out of, and he gets it. And he goes, "Oh, hot damn, this is good." He's like, "I can't let the break." <laughs> That's this why up. they this let it go on spot. for so long. <laughs> one He's guy, like, one guy's protecting this whole thing. The they had the time. information they needed in the first month, but he's like, "Hold on, hold on, there might be more to this, guys." <laughs> He's like they, and secretly he's like they have to perfect this somehow. If I give them time, this will be the best thing I've ever eaten. He's guys, like, I what, have to string this out, guys. What, yeah, I don't what know where it went to. What if we just we'll watch just, him for a while? Yeah, we don't even know Let's what just the animals him. could have been asking for. This could have been their last wish. Two years later, guys, is that that's Jimmy going to meet this guy? <laughs> he's trading him for me. He's got a sting going. Wait, why don't we know about the sting? <laughs> oh God, he's a dirty meat cop. <laughs> All right, boys, that sounds highly illegal. What are some less illegal things that might get me in trouble in the state of Illinois? Well, I don't know about those, but I can tell you what you can legally do. Okay. You can legally drink if you're under 21 and you're enrolled in the culinary program. (laughs) Okay, that's a very specific situation. If you're enrolled in a culinary school, you are allowed to drink. Interesting. I'm assuming okay, that this I mean, I means that, that like you can sample the alcohol to know like right. what you're putting into the stuff, or like what pairs with certain foods. You have to understand what that means or what that tastes like in a sense. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm upset because that's what I was going to open with, but instead, in Decatur, it's against the law to drive a car without Derek. Uh, socks. Socks? No, a steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> I would say so. I would say, hmm. Yeah, I think that's pretty hard to steer. I guess you could do like two strings on the windows and pull on the tires as you go around corners. That's going to take some strength. See, I like taking the steering wheel off, and then I take a a nice ratchet, and I use that in the the drive shaft to just control where I'm going. I just weld the two by four into my drive shaft, and I hold the two by four. Well, see, the ratchet's a lot of fun too, because you got to remember to flip like left and right <laughs> to be able to turn. Oh, that could be problematic. <laughs> it's a, it's a real downside when you go to make a right turn and you still have it left and use your click 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 click. <laughs> keep going straight into oncoming traffic. Ah, uh, he died how he went out. I can't with the pull over, officer. Ah. <laughs> uh. In Joliet, you must contact the police before entering the city in a, Derek? In a boat? No. In an automobile. (laughs) Well, that seems like a problem. (laughs) That law was made when horses were a thing, and then cars became a new thing. And they were like, well, we need to make sure who's in our town with a car. Yep. Now, Derek, could you tell me possibly what is <laughs> like illegal? This is the same just grilling me. Well, a- every time one of us brings up something, the other goes, "Oh, I see what you're saying." Okay. So, can you tell me what it's illegal to urinate on in normal <laughs> Illinois? Your mother. Wow. No, a street sign. So it's not illegal to urinate on your mother. Gotcha. Can we just appreciate street the sign, effort you, you would need to urinate on a street sign? Well, is that like a stop sign pole? You can pee on the stop sign pole? I mean, that's probably gonna be I like your the idea of if you, you have to fire force. it up like, <laughs> yeah. like six like feet or so. Like, like the, 
Yeah, you're like on the pole, shimming up, peeing <laughs> on it, and shimming down, but it's just all over you at that point because it's obviously if we, a liquid. Because if we take this law at standalone, that means that you have not knocked over the street sign already, which is already vandalism and other things. <laughs> you're just taking out street signs to piss on them. Yep. Oh, there goes the bandit again. He's taking out my street line and peeing well, no, see, that's it. why I take the ratchet around with me to drive, because then I can just take the ratchet undo the bolts get the street sign down and pee on it real quick and <laughs> put then it leave. back up and no one knows except me except the, the piss smell coming off all the street well did you say that was in normal that is in normal i also have another law for normal i also see it <laughs> i feel like <laughs> derek's left like out this here town isn't very normal all right go on it is illegal to make soap in normal Unless you have a soap-making license. I feel like that's not a thing anymore, but okay. I like it. I mean, who wants to be Here clean is my card, proving that I am allowed to make these soaps. It's actually just the local jurisdiction that issues the licenses. Mm, I see your soap wasn't into condition this year. You're not getting your license. In Lincoln, you can be ticketed if you are parked more than 12 inches away from a curb. More than? Oh, I guess if you're parking like an a-hole, you're like really far off the yeah, curb. Yeah, be, be that makes better sense. at your parallel parking. Yep. Yeah, that's good. I like that law. That's actually, out of all the ones we've listed over the last 30-some <laughs> states, and understandable that is the law. best law I've heard. Get good, scrub. <laughs> get good, scrub, but get fined. Going back to Juliet, mispronouncing is a misdemeanor. <laughs> wow, they have a lot of grammar Nazis in that neighborhood. You're telling us. What'd you say? What was that? Derek would be I would so be far up in a shit creek. I would be in a boat without a paddle spinning around with tickets flying at me. Did you say catsup? I say catsup, sir. Fine. In Galesburg, no bicyclist may practice quote fancy riding on any city street. <laughs> Guys, look, no handlebar sniper shot takes him off the bike. <laughs> It's pepper sprayed around a corner by a police officer. There's no bits. You're right in here. Derek. <laughs> yeah, let's go on. Yeah. Let's go. <clears throat> in Galesburg, there is a fine for beating rats with a baseball bat. <laughs> oh, my God. There's one day it was like weasel hunting season, but it's just rat beating season. Can you tell me what the fine amount is? It's like $15. A little more. Is it like two hundred dollars? A thousand dollars? Are you serious? Yeah. But they're in your house or something, and you're trying to get them out you of your can house. Use anything but a baseball bat. I like how I have you were astonished gun, with two hundred dollars. A thousand dollars? Wild. There's just gunshot holes all over the ground in alleyways. All right, I've got my last one in Kenilworth. A rooster must step back 300 feet from any residence if he wishes to crow. Hold on. Hold on. You're telling me a wild this animal. This is a or law animal. for roosters. Are you telling me that they have to put electric fences in for roosters in the morning so that the rooster has a collar on, does it go 300 feet from the property, and if it does, it gets zapped so it stays back far enough to cuckoo? How would you, how would you set up that electric fence? Basically, you would put a 300-foot perimeter just area yeah. around your house. Well, yeah, see, and once that's you turn the... it on, it has to panic run out. <laughs> yeah, that's the issue is that like you can't set up the electric fence 
because then you're just always keeping it 300 feet away. Yep. It's allowed to be within that distance, but <laughs> oh, it has so to go. Like, it's like, a, yeah. Just okay, when it wishes to crow. So every time it gets it, like, you get, the sensor in its body feels like it's about the rooster. It just rip cords it back 300 feet. I like this line. idea. It's attached to a bungee cord that's, like, hooked up to a, a fail-safe lever and just launches it's it. It's actually just, like, a ship's anchor attached to, like, the top of the bar. And when the rooster, co- it just drops the anchor and the chicken's whip corded. The pulley Amazing. system is rigged to a tremor sensor that is so finely tuned to tell when the rooster is deciding it is about to crow. This guy has it seven chickens, and at any given time, you see chickens just flying across this guy's property back to the barn. Amazing. All right. We get here. Want to move on to my final Illinois article? Yeah, I don't think I have one that tops that. I might, I might have taken the top one. All right. Well, not the top one, but the last high one. We'll move on to our final article, and then we're going to switch into our ender this week, because I thought this was a good ender, because I think it's you ridiculous say bender? as I was looking. <laughs> we're going on a bender? We're going on a bender surrender. All right. Our last Illinois article. We're going to give me a crazy lady name. Dolores. Gretchen. Dolores we used already, so let's go with Gretchen. Well, Dolores came back. <laughs> Yeah, okay, yeah, she's back alone. Gretchen, Chicago woman, arrested how many times since 1978? Give me both a guess. When how many times the, has Gretchen been arrested? Oh, 1978. 2013. 2013, 78. How many times has this woman been arrested since 1978 years. to 2013? About yeah. two per um, year. <laughs> Do that math, Anthony. I see your head's spinning. Oh, it can't say... be two every year, so... I must, yeah, I must say 62. 62 times. Okay. Will's lost at the 62 times. Say 30. Arrested since 30 times. Well, boys, you both are terribly off. Gretchen Chicago arrested 396 times since 1978. That can't possibly be true. How is she still not in jail? <laughs> How is she getting out and then getting back in? I'll tell you about Gretchen. Arrested doesn't mean conviction, I suppose. Correct. Damn. Damn. 396 times. A Chicago woman who's racked up nearly 400 arrests over 35 years while using at least 83 different aliases is currently behind bars in downstate Illinois. 83 different identities. This is a bad spy. (laughs) This is the worst Russian spy. (laughs) But considered, considering how she's bobbed and weaved in and out of the justice system for nearly four decades, one question remains. How long after is she released until she winds up imprisoned again? So do the math. 35, 400. What was the exact number? So we'll say it's we'll say 400 times she's been arrested. Like 12 times a year. She's arrested about 11.4. So she, on average, is being arrested 11 times a year wild that's almost monthly yeah i know according to the chicago sun times report 51 year old gretchen was arrested last august after she allegedly chased after chicago ald period i don't know what that stands for we'll call him james the 45th and slap punched and harassed a number of other individuals along broadway street in the city's (laughs) uptown neighborhood i was really hoping that you just stopped there and just like slap punched him (laughs) 
Slap punch. <laughs> uh, Gretchen was imprisoned in Lincoln, Illinois, due to a possible parole violation on a 2010 conviction for robbing a 75-year-old at knife point. The paper reports. So is that like How the nursing home that she <laughs> that she lived at? <laughs> She's robbing. Comes people. up to him with a plastic knife. Now you give me all your tapioca pudding. <laughs> Well, I did a, oh, th- this woman is awful. I did a quick Google as to because I knew ALD sounded familiar. It's that genetic disease that just ruins your spine membrane. So yeah, she just good. chased after a disabled person. Yeah. Um, on Tuesday, the Illinois Prison Review Board is expected to decide whether she violated her parole, and if she is found to have done so, she will likely remain in- held until next April. If not, she may be released. Oh. According to the Sun-Times, Gretchen came from an abusive upbringing and was first arrested in 1978 for allegedly breaking into a car. Through the years, she has been uh, been arrested for burglary, assault, drug possession, public indecency, and convicted on 73 separate occasions. Oh! Don't know how you're still not in prison after maybe the fourth time, but There's a lot going on there. In one year alone, in 1988, she was arrested how many times? 88 88 times. 23. How many times, Will? 23. 23? 88 and 88. She was arrested 25 times in 1988. She has also spent significant amounts of time in mental health hospitals and was imprisoned at least 10 times, largely living on the streets when she wasn't behind bars. So, not the best story, but I don't know how you are anywhere close to being free if you've been arrested almost 400 times a lot of times to be arrested at the time of her arrest last summer um the man described gretchen as someone who has long terrorized the community with her behavior he said he hopes to get this woman help so she's off the streets the streets the streets the streets the sweeps pay the fine ten dollars pay the fine um the man added to the windy city times that gretchen who was using the alias Charmin Boone oh. at the time has a history of pulling a knife and holding it to people's necks. Oh. He told the Chicago Phoenix last year that her ability to work the system over the decades raises the issue about a very broken now, system. Now is it Boone as in B-O-U-N? B-O-O-N-E. Bummer. I was really hoping that it was B-O-U-N and it was that she was in the store looking at like she was in the toilet paper aisle. It's all Charmin, <laughs> and then next to it there was Good. a bounty, uh, uh, paper towel <laughs> thing. But you could only see like B O U N. She's like Charmin Boone. 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 <laughs> I have a new life. Good. Arrest Charmin Boone, will ya? Good. 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 So yeah, so that proves, kids, that even if you get arrested as a kid, you can still have a life. You just gotta get arrested no less than 400 times, and you can still be free. You certainly have a life of some kind. Now, my final article tonight. It's a quick one, but it's a good laugh, and I'm excited. This will be, I think, our second, maybe third time of going statehood abroad. So buckle your seatbelts. We're gonna go to the United Kingdom in London. The title of this article is Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina Scented Candle Reportedly Explodes in Woman's Home. In what? (laughs) Ah, yes. (laughs) Say that again. (laughs) 
Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina-scented candle reportedly explodes in woman's home. Okay, I heard heart the first Gwyneth time. Gwyneth Paltrow's <laughs> vagina exploded. What don't you understand? In a woman's home. <laughs> the part that I heard heart the first time and was very confused. <laughs> Her heart explodes That's in woman's home. That's what I was con- You understand my confusion. I get the concern. What do you guys make of that title? <laughs> that the- apparently these candles are combustible. <laughs> Especially if they smell like human vagina. <laughs> I mean, maybe this is someone like, you know, thinking, if someone bought this, <laughs> it deserves to explode. <laughs> All right. A candle marketed as smelling like a certain celebrity's female body part reportedly exploded and caused a fire in the United Kingdom home. You bought a candle Wild. that smells like a hoo-ha. A hoo-ha. A very select person's hoo-ha. Oh, no. According to the New York Post, the This Smells Like My Vagina candle sold by Gwyneth Paltrow exploded in a woman's North London home. Now, I have a picture of the candle. actually Gwyneth Paltrow that's selling this? She's selling her own vagina-scented candle. Here is the, like, there's the candle. Gwyneth Paltrow has a lot of very interesting (laughs) interesting entrepreneurial brands. Hey, Tim, what's that smell in your house? This smells like my vagina. Tim, <laughs> you don't have a vagina. No, it's Gwyneth Paltrow's. No, no, no. It's the name of the scent. Oh, you have Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina in here? Yes. Now, I really like the idea that she's going through a candle shop, and she's smelling all the different scents, and it smells like... It's like, here's our new trial sense, what we're trying to, to come up with. It's like, smells this one, and goes, that smells like my vagina. And then they're like, by God, we found it. <laughs> the next marketing they, strategy. I was going to say, do you think they actually went through like focus groups? Oh, to market 100% this? they had to. Gwyneth's like, what do you think that smells like, huh? <laughs> In the corner, they're like, it smells like a, a vagina? <laughs> Whose vagina? <laughs> um, Gwyneth, is this yours? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Who's to say? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, the woman described the candles becoming too hot to touch as it created an inferno in her room, then exploding. Oh! I don't know how this lady does candles. I don't think you put it in the oven, but I don't know how it got that hot that it exploded. Is the wax combustible? No, it's the vagina smell. Is too ah. <laughs> the fumes. What God didn't want us to do was light a vagina on fire, and this woman has capitalized a vagina in a bottle. Um, the candle costs seventy five dollars. Why? It doesn't even look like a very big candle. <laughs> it's not a big it looks candle. Like a very small but, candle. Hey, hey, Will, how many candles can you say smell like a vagina? <laughs> More than so, I thought, Derek. Which is one. <laughs> it's one. But the fact that it happened is concerning. <laughs> it's concerning. So, yeah, that's our uh, closer statehood abroad of Quenneth Paltrow's vagina Good. exploding. Good. Um, I want to thank Good. Flip, the band who is responsible for our intro and outro music. They're cool, pretty awesome. Go listen to their stuff. They're on all streaming platforms at This Is Flip Band Official. Um, Will. If you've got anything anything else please i implore you send it over our way at this is statehood at gmail.com 
Once again, that is all one word. This is statehood at gmail.com. Put your name, the state, in the subject line. We'll give you a shout out. Please don't let Derek talk about scented candles ever. Now, when he says anything else, please do not send us scented candles that <laughs> smell like someone's vagina. If you would like to send us candles that smell like a vagina, send it to P.O. Box. <laughs> actually, DM, message us first. We'll send you an actual address. I would love to actually know what that smells like. So Derek's a freak freak for the candles. Email us. Derek will, I will send you his home address. I will give you my personal line and address. Um, the address is 6969. 6969420 Street Blazing at... Ohio. Ohio. I, I ran out of stuff. At Ohio. At Ohio. Um, thank you for listening this week. I hope that um, you enjoyed yourself in Illinois. I know I did. There were some fun people <laughs> there. And we ended on a very uh, weird note, but that is statehood. So I've been your host this week, Derek. I've been your co-host, Anthony. And I have been your co-host, Will. And if this isn't what you expect at this point, I don't know how you've made it this far. Stay weird, America. And the UK. <laughs> And, and okay, get those vaginas out of your house. <laughs>